Thank you for joining the Chair Chronicles podcast. I'm Carla D. Tillery, your life coach and your favorite auntie. This episode is part of a four-part series on, have you had the talk? The talk is a common expression in the black community, but usually it's focused around having those conversations with your children about racism. But we need to have more of the talk. So this series deals with having the talk with our families about unexpected and expected deaths of a loved one, having the talk with our children about racism, having the talk with our family and friends about the psychological impacts of living while black, and also having the talk about the economic pitfalls that face the black community. So pull up a chair and let's have a talk. LA. Hey, how are you? Good. Good. So I want to know, have you had the talk? Oh, okay. Uh, what is the talk? So, you know, in our community, we talk about the talk. Right. Right. Um, and it usually references social injustice and dealing to having that conversation with our kids and things like that. Right. We will talk about that. Okay. But good. today, having the talk with your family mm-hmm. or designated close friends okay. about your wishes. Wow. What are okay. your wishes if you pass away? Oh, this is a great, that's a great question. And that's a great this question. conversation is burning for me. Yeah. Because I think in wake of not only COVID-19 with mm-hmm. unexpected deaths, yes. but also uh, with social injustice and the rioting and, right. and, and just the sort of our interaction with the police, mm-hmm. things are happening unexpectedly and we're not prepared. Absolutely. We're not prepared. Yeah. yeah. We're not prepared. Yeah. And it's, and it's scary because those of us that are left, that, you know, have loved ones who have passed unexpectedly, you know, if they're not, if we don't know what their wishes were, if they haven't planned we're left to pick up those pieces. You're left to pick up the so pieces. So after the grieving, right. there's more stress that's compiled on top of that. So that's this, right. this is a great, this is a great well, question. Well, in addition to topic. that, sometimes the family can have issues oh, yes. in the preparation. They don't know what's happening to certain property. I want that. I want that. And you know, siblings oh, yes. can start to fight over Civil, things. Yes. And so we've got to learn how to have that talk. Oh, yeah. We have to. We have to. We want to eliminate all of that drama yes, that comes with that with, comes with yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think we need to unpack this, and I'm looking forward to okay. hearing how do we do this. So it's going to require us to have some difficult conversations. Mm-hmm. But guess what? While we're living, that's it. While we are living, yes. So we want to talk about what does it look like to have the talk, yes, as it relates to your wishes, mm-hmm. uh, in in with, with an unexpected and expected, right, right, uh, death of a loved one. Yes, yes. And I think it's important to to note. And I'm just going to uh, you know paraphrase what I what I heard one time from. Um, and actually, he's a uh, funeral director. Mm-hmm. He said we cannot fully be in the presence. We cannot uh, fully live until we talk about death and dying. Mm, yes. Having that, that hard conversation. We are all going to pass through that gate. 
We we listen. It's it's inevitable. Yes. And what we need to do is plan for it. Yeah. And you know I'm big on planning. Yes. I you are. You are so, the planner. Yes. So we got it. We're gonna lay this out. <laughs> yes. And let me tell you what really um got me in gear about this. Mm-hmm. It actually happened back in 2005 mm-hmm. with Hurricane Katrina. Oh yeah. And that I you know during the news report it was absolutely devastating. And to think that families were losing not only their homes but yes. I'm like. How do you rebuild right. when you have no documentation? Nothing. Like no social security Things cards. Things lost. Your, yes. your medical cards. Like everything is lost and damaged and swept away. away. Yeah. So yeah. that got me in high gear mm-hmm. about thinking... How am I going to get all of my things in place? Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. Such that in case of a natural disaster right. or an unexpected storm, I need to be able to get something quickly and, and put move. your hands on it and be able to react and yes. be able to get out. Yeah. 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 And then yeah. I was thinking about my parents. Oh, I yeah. said, if this happened to my parents, like we hadn't had the talk. So mm-hmm. I'm like, this could just be. Uh, devastating yeah. to try to make those types of decisions right in an unexpected death you're emotional you're you're grieving and yeah. then you've got to make critical decisions about the house and the things yes that is difficult it is that it's is very difficult. difficult and i mean you know coming from a personal experience i'm in 2015 i lost my brother suddenly mm. and you know i just for a split second i allowed myself to be you know just totally in total breakdown. And then I really had to compose myself because the first thing I started thinking of, what needs to be done? done. Yeah. What yeah. needs to be done? And when is your first time? Oh. It is scary. It is. You know, the funeral directors, they do everything they can to sort of guide right. you. Right. But there's still so much that even happens after that. That's just preparation for the service or right. how you handle with, you know, the body and all of those things. It has nothing to do with what happens with their property and their things and how to have those conversations right. and what and to what do. And what do they have? And what yeah, do they we, have? I mean, yeah, we can physically know if they have a house or, or they have a car, you know, right. or apartment that you, you go and get their clothes and things. But what about their documents? Right. What about, you know, uh, life insurance, health insurance, you know, these are, right. these are information that you need to know. And well, where what is about, it? What about them unpaid bills? Don't oh, they find Yeah, somebody? they will find a Listen, way. <laughs> they will <laughs> find you. <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, this, right. this, I mean, this is critical. So there's more than just one component to this. Yes. And we don't want to scare people. We want you to be prepared. Right. And I know you, a lot of people don't like to talk about death. I mean, I, you know, I want to stay around as long as I can. I do Even though this world is crazy. Yes. Um, I'm not I ready I want to make sure that I fulfill my assignment. You know, we yes. talked about purpose. So I want to yes. make sure I fulfill my purpose. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the same time, you know, having this conversation, I think is necessary. Yes. Even, and it, you know what? It doesn't matter whether you're married or single. single. Doesn't matter. And I would say almost more importantly, if you are single, because you might not, you know, you've got to identify that person. Like That's who it. is that next of kin? That's it. Or is there a designated person that you feel like is responsible enough right. to write to handle right. your handle your uh, your your business? Exactly. And I think the other part of that too is sometimes people think of, you know, we, they call it estate planning. And so sometimes they think, well, I don't have an estate. Right. If you own any property and that means your clothing your furniture right. cars you right. don't have to have a million dollars to have an estate whatever you own um, and that includes your bills right that is a part of your estate and you need to make a declaration of 
how that gets handled. Right, right. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, absolutely. So let's let's just remove that myth. We all have an estate. All right. Okay, so I can say I have, I'm a, you know, I own an estate now. Yes, I you can. can. Okay. All right. So yes. one of the first things to do first is to get all of your documents together. Yes. You need to find a secure place mm-hmm. where you can put your birth certificates. If you own a deed to a home, right. you need to have those deeds in place. Mm-hmm. If you have uh, cars that yes. you've already paid off and you have the titles, you need the titles. Right. I also say copies of your medical cards. Yes. Copies of your driver's license. Mm-hmm. Because again, this is also in preparation if there is a natural disaster or if you need to relocate quickly or, you know, if you've got to take some things, right? Yes. And you don't have the originals, you're going to need copies somewhere. Yes. Yes. So those things are important mm-hmm. to get all of your contract documents, get them in place, find a secure place to store them. Go to Walmart and get a lockbox. Yes. Get a lockbox. That's something that you can just pick up and walk out right. the door if you have to. And if you can, make sure it could be uh, fire protected. Fire protected. From, absolutely. And, and water. Yes. And from water as well. Tip. $39.99 can't beat it. There you go. There you go. There you go. So you've got that right. We're going to get all of our contract documents, uh, all of those important things, Mm -hmm. uh, contact information of key people, all of those types of things you need to have uh, in place and in a secure place. All right. The next thing, big, here's another one. Okay. Life insurance. Please get life insurance. (laughs) So you do not have to set up a GoFundMe page. Right. Get life insurance. It's not that expensive. It's not expensive. And I will say this, that it's always disheartening. I think when the family is left to try to come up with those expenses, right? To make sure that you have, you know, a service or so that people can have closure. Right. And I know a lot of people don't like um, cremation. Yeah. But... It, you know, it's funny. I've had to talk with my family. Mm-hmm. My dad is absolutely adamant about wow. having cremation. Wow. He's like, don't spend the money on that. Mm. He was like, if you're not taking care and let me know now, right. Right. you don't need to be crying over my body later. <laughs> right, right. So that was a hard conversation yeah. to hear. Right. Because in it, our culture, we, we you yeah, know, in you some know, cultures, you just don't do that. You in don't some, do that. In but, some but cultures, you don't do that. But, and then in others, it's automatic, yes, right? Because right. they're thinking about what's the best way to leave legacy or to make sure that my family doesn't have so much burden. It's right. like they create that process and have it in plan and in mm-hmm. motion yeah. before. So as soon as it happens, like all of that stuff is like yeah. automatic. And it removes the stressors. It for does the person that, right. has to, that has to handle that, you right. know, but life insurance life is insurance. so important. And once you get it, please do not let it lapse. That's right. That's right. Don't and there are lapse. different types of insurances. Yes. There's, there's so many reading materials, but also people that are designated that right. can really highlight, you know, what type of insurance is best for you, what right. works for you, what right. the limits are and all right. of that. Right. Um, we're, you know, I'm not an insurance agent, so I'm Me not going to go through all of that. No, right. No. But I do think, I know that those people are out there that they can help you on that. Yes. But absolutely. just get it. Get it. Just, and not just for yourself, get it for your children. Yes. yes. And, and I'm, you know, I'm going to throw it out here being honest with you. My father still has life and life insurance policy on his children. Right. Mm. He refused to give it to oh, us that's nice. and he refused to let it go. The other thing too is employers oftentimes. Yes will provide that as a benefit and yes. they'll have life insurance Take too. Take advantage of but, it. But however, if you lose your job, it 
it goes it away. It goes away. It goes away. It goes away. It's only while you're employed. So right. So don't rely on that. Don't you rely have to on have it. it separate from your employer. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So that's the second thing. Make sure you have life insurance. Yes. And the other thing is, um, and I talked about this with my family, it's like the long-term health care yeah. insurance. Yeah. And nobody, you know, it's interesting because I think um, we've looked into it and I know it is it is expensive. expensive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? And every family needs to make a decision whether it's appropriate for them. Right. But we still had to have the conversation about what happens if long-term care is needed? Right. How does that happen? And I remember like growing up, my grandmother stayed with us when she got sick. Uh-huh. She was hilarious too. I mean, <laughs> I you, you know, I am. as a little girl watching it, you don't yeah. quite understand like the transitions of aging. Right. So a lot of things that she did was just hilarious because it was like, you know, we were Grand- like, mommy, <laughs> grandma, come to the table and eat. And she's, you know, we set the table and uh-huh. she's eating, but there's nothing on Nothing on the plate, <laughs> right? And so as a little girl, we just thought it was right, funny. Like right. grandma just like entertaining us. Right, right. Um, but then when you get older, you start to understand Stand. that so many things come with aging. But yes. I we were in the home with my grandma when right. she was when she was aging. And so right. she wasn't in a facility until she absolutely needed to right. be. But again, this is the conversation you need to have with your family because it may look different right. in every family. And right. if you can have long term health care. That's a wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah, and again, it's it's one of those things where you have to look at your fi- family dynamic. That's right. We see now that you know people are living farther and farther apart. Yes, and sometimes that's not feasible for the person to come that's and right. live live with you, or you know, and you know, nobody likes to hear about wanting to place their person in a nursing home or right. nursing facility. But it's better to get this information now. Now. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So here's another thing. Last will and testament. And there's a lot of things we got to get in order. So this is a long list. Yes. But yeah, your last will and testament. And that is so that that there's an understanding of right of what your your wishes are in totality. Right, right. Yeah. And again, a will does not have to be, you know, 20 pages long. It really is it lays out um, you know, your wishes. Right. Right. And what I I I know they have templates like in the office kind of supply stores. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um I know there's other legal services that have templates that make it very easy right. and cost effective to do it. Right. So there's a number of ways to do it. You can yes. seek out of course an attorney, which you sh- actually should. should. You want to make sure that everything is done right. But yes. there are so many ways to get there. Yes. Right? right. Um that range on the uh cost spectrum. Exactly. And again, this goes to uh about what we were talking about earlier about estate planning. This is a part of it. So if you have a car and you want to leave it to, you know, your nephew, you want to have these things outlined. So that way, when you are no longer here, there are not people fighting and saying, well, he promised me his car. And well, he told me, (laughs) you want to have that in writing, right? Legal document. This is who it's going to case closed. Right. Save the family some yeah, of the drama. Let's, let's stop. And although I would say, you know, if you ain't getting the car, you might be upset too <laughs> now if your name ain't down there on that sheet of Exactly. Don't yeah. get offended because this is the person's <laughs> wishes, okay? Yeah. So the other thing is um, designating your healthcare agent. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and the other thing is a power of attorney, right. which are two, two different things, two different things, right? Yes. And so we need to have a healthcare agent in case of uh, we need someone to represent us 
and and have that conversation with the medical doctors and the physicians on behalf of our healthcare services. Yes, that's one thing. Yes, and the power of attorney does the they have the fiduciary responsibility right. over your finances and your investments. So two different two things. different things. And your power of attorney doesn't necessarily give them the legal authority to make decisions about your healthcare. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you can put those things in place now, but while you are of sound mind and body, it does not mean that, okay, I have a power of attorney now. They don't have to, and you do not have to allow them to make any decisions until you are at a place where you no, are no longer right. able to make those decisions for yourself. And again, your power of attorney and the person that you have that's part of your healthcare codicil, they don't have to be the same person. That's right. That's right. They All don't right. have to be the same person. There's still some more. You ready? Whew. It seems, it seems like a lot. It seems when we talk through it, it seems like oh a lot. Gosh. But once you start going down this list, you can. That's yeah. right. Yeah. There is another thing. Yeah. All right. So the next thing that you need to have, I'm just going to make sure I got my list here, mm -hmm. is establish a living trust. Okay. This a one, I think, trust. I think this one is a one that we need you to unpack for us because yeah. we hear about it by the cycle. Okay. I know, and the and we and we've done this as part of our family too to make sure that um, there was a living trust. Um, my husband has gone through this process. Um, uh, with his dad mm -hmm. and and that is to protect sort of like all of the assets mm -hmm. so that they don't have to go through what they call the state probationary process mm -hmm. and what it does is it allows all of your beneficiaries of your of your assets mm -hmm. to be able to get it much quicker okay and it's also there's some tax implications and all of that okay and so i know a lot of times like estate planners mm -hmm. will say you should have a uh, a trust okay a living trust okay yeah That's and there are a lot know. of different conditions and stuff the bottom line is to find somebody who can start to answer these questions for you right so that you'll make sure that you have the right information to write to make the right decisions for your family good Good, yeah, good. but a living trust is important. That's good. That's a great Particularly way to explain it. Particularly if you it. own a home and things like that. It mm -hmm. just helps smooth out the process. Okay. Otherwise, mm -hmm. if you're, say, for example, your parents leave you a home mm -hmm. and they don't have a living trust, you got to go through the state to get it. Even though wow. you, even though it could be in your will. Right, right. Yeah. This so is it's a, it's complicated. Yeah. And there's a lot to learn. Yes. There's a lot to learn about this. Yes. And I'm by no means saying I'm an expert. What I am but saying is that we've been going through this and this. we're learning it. We're and that's the it. other part of it too. If you know someone who has gone through this process or you yourself have gone through this process and you see someone starting to ask those questions and think about it, it's not about you saying, well, this is what I've done and this is what you should do, but talk to them about it. Talk yes. to them about what you've, the steps that you've had to take, yes. break it down into, into, uh, in a way that they can then follow the process. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. This That's is right. good. This is good. So uh, we've talked a lot about like beneficiaries designating those people who will receive. Yes. Right. You got to make sure you keep revisiting that. Yes. Right. Circumstances change. People change. People change. Circumstances change. And you've got to make sure that you keep those things updated. So yes. who's on the beneficiary for your life insurance, mm -hmm. right? right. Uh, if you designated someone as a power of attorney and they die unexpectedly, then you're left with out having someone unless you had a second designate. Right. 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 So you've got to make sure that you keep updating your business. Yes. yes. Yeah. And if it's if it's not well, regardless of whether it's a family member or a close friend or right. a close associate, you want someone that you can truly trust. Yes. Um, that will, you know, will 
take all of the all of the information that you are <laughs> and that yeah. they will do what they're supposed to do. I mean, you have no way of knowing when you're not here. You trust that they will. Right. But while you are still living, right. you want to, you know, broach that subject with, right. with the person that you trust to do this and make sure they're comfortable right. because it's easy to say, oh, well, I'm going to have my sister do it. She may not be comfortable yeah. with making and with, with, with handling your, your, right. Your business. Listen, you know. if Junebug ain't handling his business now, please don't have Junebug no. in charge. Please don't. <laughs> and no offense to any Junebugs. Every <laughs> <laughs> family got a Junebug. Everybody, bug. every family have a Junebug. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you you do you you gotta think this through. Yeah. And you want responsible people. Yes. Right to yes. handle your affairs. Yes. Yes. So again, especially if you have children that are minors. Yes. Right. Yes. And something happens because a lot of times parents go on date nights and they could be in a car accident. And if you don't have these things in place, legal guardianship in case something happens, happens. to you. Right. Oh, my God. It, can you imagine like the fear, the frustration, the drama that can happen if no one knows like where to go for your information? No one knows what who, who should take care of the kids. Right. And all that kind of stuff. Like it's so many things that we have to think through. Right. And that's another element. If you have children, yeah. you've got to make some tough decisions. Yes. Yes. And you know what? You just, you just touched on something and I would love for you to elaborate a little bit more on it. We talked about documentation and, mm -hmm. and who knows, social media accounts. Oh my goodness. Yes. So social media accounts, and I believe, and I, I, I'm not quite sure about all of the social media platforms, mm -hmm. but I know Facebook specifically has like this uh, clause as part of mm -hmm. it where you could designate someone who can access and take over your account That's good in to case know. something happens. That's good to yeah. know. So all of us Facebook yeah. users, let's so do that. Let's we look need, at that. We need to look at it because I know sometimes um, it's interesting because I think I've known people to pass away and you still see like the birthday notifications yeah, oh, and stuff so like that. Yeah, so morbid to me. And it's, and it's just like, oh my gosh. Why you are know? you still writing on their page? Right. You know, <laughs> well, <laughs> the, the, uh, uh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, it's a little morbid to me. I mean, I, that's... Yeah, yeah, but you don't know what happens to those accounts. So right. the big thing is with all of your digital, what they call digital assets and mm -hmm. like your social media pages, Twitter, all of those things, right. if you have them, right? right? Right. Online banking accounts is considered a digital asset. Right. Any investment, all of those things are important. So when it comes to even getting all of your documents in place, mm -hmm. this is what I've done. I have a list of all of those things, all of right. my accounts my usernames and passwords again Great. it's in a secure place so don't think y'all can find it mm. <laughs> <laughs> but i do have all of those things in right. place and um i actually work with my dad on this too because my my dad does a lot of driving he's the primary driver okay. if something happens to him but my mom is still like we had to figure out like okay how to access this stuff so that things right. still can get paid right yes so my mom will still have a place Let's to stay, stay. You know, all of that kind of stuff yes. right yeah and so there's some things you you can put some safety measures in place yes uh even if you don't have the other things or you're working on the will the living right. trust and all those things okay all the all the and you know those usernames and passwords how many times the passwords change over and uh, over again yeah get locked oh out goodness. have to get the email you gotta like reset a... your passwords yeah. and then you know they have all these security measures right they ask you all authentication these questions. you gotta yeah, verify right. who you are and, yeah. and if it's a new device you might not be able to tap into it right right, right? so it's so many. It's, it's a lot it, it's that's a, a lot, lot. 
lot. It's a it lot. is a lot. But if you start now. Yes. Start now. Start now. So, yeah. so yes, with all of the digital assets, you need to keep a good rolling log yes. of yes. all of these things so yeah. that you have it in place. If someone needs to get to it, they oh, can. This is good. This is some great steps. I'm hoping that you're taking notes oh. because this is great. This yes. is a good way to, to yes. get organized and, you know, yeah. go down that checklist. And then the last thing is just, I mean... Okay, so this is what I want when I pass away. Okay. I, I told my husband and my family. Uh, my husband does not agree with this, right? Uh-huh. But I'm like, I'll, if something happens to me first, you better be crying at my funeral. <laughs> of course he's going to be crying. <laughs> he's like, what? I was like, I need everybody to know that you indeed are going to miss me. He loved it. He loved it, did you? Yeah. Yeah, they think I'm crazy. <laughs> I was like, you better miss me, fall out, and you know, carry on. <laughs> but anyway, oh, the, right. the point of this yes, is, because yes. he's not, he's paying me no yeah, money when I like, say okay, that kind of stuff. Right. But the point is, is that you should think about your arrangements yes. and to the extent possible, make them clear. Mm-hmm. I, of course, you know, it's so funny because, you know, when we were having this conversation with uh-huh. my parents, they're like, you know, um, my sister said, <laughs> We gonna, you're not going to know what we're doing right. anyway. But I will know. I will know. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, yeah. Of course, people really are not going to know what you want to do. But if you have some desires yes. uh, or specific wishes for your services, yeah. you should kind of lay them out. Yeah. And, and again, that also, and this is not a have to do, but I have heard a lot of older people talking about this. My funeral is paid for. Mm. Oh, you don't have to worry about that. I have it all set, you know. Well, yeah. Pre-planning. Pre-planning. And I, will, I I remember my mother like having these conversations, I, again, when my grandma passed, mm-hmm. um, with the funeral director, like families bought plots, right? Yeah. They would buy five or six, I guess they got the bundle package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the they three for the, one or the two for two. I don't two know two what or... kind of deal special she got. I was just like, I don't want to know. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay. It's all right. <laughs> So yeah, so I remember yeah. back then my family they actually they yeah. they had plots mm-hmm. and so they were thinking about that ahead of time yeah. and yeah. they were probably were getting you know when you pay for it early yeah. then you don't have to worry about it and worry about inflation costs yes. right yeah so yes. so yeah so yeah. hopefully you don't have to use them but I will tell you it, it is good to do as much planning ahead of time as possible and have this difficult conversation. No one likes to talk about death and dying. Well, maybe there are a few people. I don't know them. Mm. Um, But but... it is a necessary conversation, whether you like it or not. It is a necessary conversation. It's adulting. It's part of the adulting, right. yeah, that we do. So, right. But this is good. Yeah. This is so great. So the last thing I was I would say are the, the three C's, okay. right? So the three C's are okay. copy. Mm-hmm. Copy all of your documents and store them in a secure place. Yes. All yes. right? Okay. The second C, communicate. Yes. Communicate with your family and or that designated person or persons that will be responsible to handle your affairs if something is to happen to you. Particularly unexpected. They, you need to have these things in place and you need to be talking about what your wishes are so that it is clear. It's outlined and clear. Accidents happen. Yes. 
and, and, and natural disasters and things like that come and, and it's hard to kind of get all these things in place. Yeah. So you should be having the talk and communicating with yes. your family and friends. Yes. Where do they need to go to find, find this the information, yes. Yes. you know, um, so that they can have access to all of these things and make yeah. sure that your affairs That's are being taken care of. Yeah. Who is your lawyer? You know, right. if you're working with a lawyer, who should they go to? Maybe you have a family lawyer yes. or maybe you just know of someone that you um, have contacted to handle yeah. your affairs. Communicate, communicate, communicate and continue. Yeah. Continue updating, continue revisiting these things. Yes. My husband and I usually have a conversation like in the beginning of the year mm, where we sit down time. and we kind of go through not only like where we want to vacation at right. or what we want to do for the year, right. but we think about do we need to update any of our kind of uh uh, insurances and right. things like that. We think right. about it right. again. Because maybe we want to change the limits or maybe we want right. to uh, have, maybe we have, you know, someday when we have grandchildren, we might want to update so we can have them as a beneficiary, right. Right? right? And so it's something that you should consistently continue to have a revisitation of these things yeah. because it's important. And I think, I think that's a great way to do it. Do it every year, it, whether it's at the end of the year, That's so right. you prepare for the new year. We all prepare for the new year and say all of our goals and, and right. our resolutions. So make that a part of it. And then as your circumstances change, when you change jobs, mm-hmm. if there's illness, if there's if there's any circumstance that will change the overall outlook of your estate, that's when you need to go back and look at it and see what changes need to be made. That's right. So yeah. go have the talk. Have the talk. Have the yes. talk. Yes. All right. This has been great. This has been great. So yeah. we want you to share your comments. Yes. Please do that in the comment box. Or you can send your comments or your testimonies yes. or things you would like to share, your experiences or questions. You can send them to my email address yes. at carladtillery at gmail.com. Thanks again for joining us. So stay tuned and stay connected on The, the Chair Chronicles. Chronicles.